You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode 54. Thank you for joining us again. How you guys doing? Good. good. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. What about you? Pretty good. Somebody hit my truck today at Home Depot. I, I was saw pretty that. upset about Son that. Bitch. Oh, boy, what happened? what happened? Broke. So I, I, I was I, – so I bought uh, my new tool of the week, right? I bought my auger. Um, from Home Depot, I bought a, a ground auger, a hydraulic ground auger for like putting in um, sono tubes and fence posts. And when I bought it at the Home Depot, I bought it from the Home Depot rental department, um, and it was a thousand bucks, which was a great price for what I got with a twelve-inch auger and you know all serviced and all Those that. It's got to be like three grand, right? At least they're like thirty-five hundred. And it's funny because I was actually about to buy one um, like a month ago, and the guy had it listed. I actually went back and looked. He had it listed for seventeen fifty. I was going to try to get him down a little bit, hmm. um, so I was I was already willing to pay more. But anyway, the guy when he was ringing me up, I had my credit card in the machine, and it was in there for like a long time. So I was like, all right, it's got to have be it's got to be done. So I I pulled it out, and he's like, oh no, you pulled it out too early. Turns out they charged me twice for the freaking auger, so my great deal oh turned out to be not so great. So I called Home Depot. I went there today and whatever. So. I was there, then I went to the store, and as I was walking to the store, I saw this guy in a pickup truck with a bed full of wood, like, kind of close to my car, but I, That's you know, whatever, I walked sign. away. So we went, we went, we shopped, whatever, came back out, and I had a note on my window that said, I saw someone hit your car, call me. So I called the guy, he actually worked for Bayer, the paint company, so he was in the store, oh no, sorry, he was in the parking lot on the phone. Um, but was still at the store, and he told me he's like, I saw the guy hit it. He got, he was like, the guy definitely knew he hit your car. I was waving at him and flagging him down. He just ignored me and pulled off. He's like, I got his plate number. I took a picture of his car anyway. So I called the cops. The cops said, you know, he goes, we can file a report. He goes, but it's going right on your Carfax. He's like, do you really want to have an accident on your Carfax? 
and I, you know, weighed the options. The taillight's only like 150 bucks, but just the principle of the fact that the guy took off just makes me like so angry. You know, he didn't dent the car or anything, but that was a, that was a shitty, really, really hampered Fucking my New experience. That would never happen yep. in Boston. Fucking people from New York suck. But I tell yeah. you, and that, you know what it that's is, the worst. And, what, and I'll get this guy's address. One way or another. Yeah, we got to put it out there on the internet. I'm putting it right on the internet. I'm putting it right Uh on the internet. I'm putting his name and his address right on the internet. That's it. Everybody will know. That's it. That's what my brother said. He's like, you got to dox him. I I did that. uh, I was thinking if I ever see his car at Home Depot again, I'm not going to touch his car. Smash his lights. No, I'm going to I'm going to surround his car with all the carts I can find. I'm gonna, I'll spend an hour of my time just surrounding his car with shopping carts, like building a fortress around his vehicle with shopping carts or I'll park really close to his door. I'll do something non-invasive um, that I won't be able to get in trouble for uh, yeah. or put a, maybe a slice of bologna on his hood. Uh, Leave it on there. Let's years ago. Yeah, years yeah, ago. Bologna wrecks why, the, why, the air why, out of his tires. Why, why ruin a slice of bologna? But uh, when That's I first true. started I working at the bologna. pizza parlor, I hit a car in a parking lot. So I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So the foreman would get bonuses, like um, like the accidents and all that shit, productivity. So if you got in an accident, the foreman would be pissed just because it was like taking money out of their pocket. So I call nah. the foreman, and I says, yeah, I can't find the guy. So I wrote a note and put all the information down, left it on the guy's windshield. He goes, oh, okay. He calls me like an hour later. He goes, what kind of car do you drive? So I told him and stuff. He went by, and he took the note off the guy's car. I was like, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh. Shit. I was like, you asshole. Sneaky. So I never got in trouble for Sneaky. it, but I was like, what a piece of shit, oh. you know. I, yeah. I hate that. I, oh, I yeah, just tell me where it is. Just tell me where anybody. it is. I'll... I just hate that. And yeah. you know what it is? Home, my Home Depot has these has these uh, like the pro spots, and they're uh, great because yeah. they're huge. These like massive spots, Only and the I best like parking contractors there. park in the pro section at Home Depot. Well, yeah, what, what I like that. is it's not like some Home Depots. It's like under an awning. We don't have that, yeah. but it's just like a nice big. Yeah, I, so it's I just a big spot yeah. that the van fits in well, and this fucking guy of yeah. so pissed. jerk off i'm gonna find this guy my... i'm coming yeah. for you there's a there's and and it looked like there was no damage to my vehicle just the taillight connections we could get some people on this right dude we for six dollars i could just put his license plate in the in an in a website and oh. have his name his address his phone number yeah. it's like you know it's not uh you can actually it's it's I mean, in, in New York State, you can do it, too. It's just a pain in the ass. But you can just go to the DMV and say, hey, this person hits, hit my car. Here's their license plate number. Uh, you can get their address. Uh, it's uh, public. Uh, I think it's public domain. I've so, never anyway, really understood how you can just look up people's addresses, though. Dude, go on the tax map. When you go on the tax map, you get your name, your address. It's all there. I can. You know, that's how Jimmy got his property uh, where the big black barn is. He mm-hmm. looked up their name on the tax map and sent them a letter because they lived down in the uh, on Long Island, I think. Oh wow! That's how he got in touch with uh, with the people that own that property because I think, Derek, you might know. I think that's like fifteen acres or something. Yeah. That yeah. he needed to buy to like have enough land or whatever. Yeah. He didn't want to put the like a building, you know. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But anyways, so, so yeah. what's going on? Well, I we have to we have to say something about our friend Aaron. 
at this point, everybody obviously knows about uh, poor Aaron's passing due to a complication from surgery. Did they, I don't know, did they ever figure out exactly what happened? Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, out? I don't know if it's, I mean, obviously something like that, but I mean, I don't think anything concrete. Yeah. I mean, I asked Jimmy to let me know when he hears from the family, just out of curiosity. I mean, I just spoke to him. I mean, I don't know how soon before he passed, but I talked to him that night and mm. uh, it just kind of, you know, re- really rattled me because it was like, you know, me and you were talking about it. it was funny. We felt like he had no friends. So we're like, hey, you got to talk to Aaron, you know, spread the word out there. We want to make sure people talk to him. And everybody I'm talking to, like, oh, I talked to him Tuesday. I talked to it's like yep. I talked to him Monday. <laughs> it's just, you know, he had a lot of people that, you know, reached out to him. And, uh, you know, I had quite a few people reach out to me on Instagram and stuff and say, hey, we're having a virtual memorial. And, you know, I, I did a couple of them, but it just it got to be a little bit too much. And just it was just hard, you know, just you know, hearing the same stories and repeating them and stuff like that. But uh, it just came yeah. as a real shock, you know. It's just he's a young guy, and, you know, he was in, you know, the picture of health, but he wasn't in, you know, poor health. I mean, he wasn't in any worse shape than I am, you know. And uh, it's just not uh, scary, you know, and it's just sad, you know. He's just a good yeah. guy, you know. So it, it's just a shame, you know. Yeah, it really, it just sucks. And, and you know, I, I sent Jimmy a, a note about, you know, like – I mean, and I know, and I know Jimmy listens to this podcast. So I know he's going to hear this, but you know, it's as tragic as it was, as it is. Uh-huh. I mean, I just think about all the people that he knew that he never uh-huh. knew before oh, yeah. because he moved to East Durham and he yeah. met Jimmy and he went, yeah. you know, even if he was like, you know, uh, quiet and he kept to himself at first, right. When he first moved, you know, he uh-huh. would sit. He would eat lunch by himself, like Jimmy said, at in, in making it, and um, you know all that stuff. Like, uh-huh. you know, he he knew so many people. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. he thousands of people knew Aaron and, and interacted with Aaron as a result of of him kind of changing his life like that. And what's crazy is that it's not like it's not like Aaron wasn't in the maker community before he was, it was just like kind of almost a subset of it being in California with like the TV guys, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, he was always involved, but he wasn't, he was, but he was all, but he was always behind the scenes, yeah. you know, versus someone that comes into the maker community. That's, that's totally from a different world. And then they have to break in. So if I feel, I feel like for Aaron to like, kind of, bring all that knowledge that he had and his experience was was good for everyone and it was obviously good for him but yeah yeah what a what a terrible thing but i think you know i said to jimmy you know of all the things that he went through in his life you know he had so many friends before he passed away and he had so many people that you know cared about his well-being you know probably and in my my thought is probably more than he ever had in his life prior oh yeah yeah so if you have to pick a time yeah that's that your time's up you yeah. want it to be when you have the most support around you and the most people that give a shit about you so yeah yeah and it know, just you sucks. know him and jimmy had you know a strange relationship you know and you know jimmy knows it and it's like you know he anybody who says he didn't drive you crazy he drove you crazy but you know at the end of the day he was driving you crazy because he just wanted to fucking help you you know what I mean? And you know, he's like, like, he was a good guy. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You could, you yeah. It's tell. like it's like what a problem that was to have. Like somebody in your life that mm-hmm. just wanted to help you. You know, and yep. you know Jimmy spoke of that on you know making it uh, their podcast, and you know, and I told Jimmy that, and you know when he broke the the, the printing press, I was like, Jimmy, just remember, like 
He broke that thing because he was just trying to have that done before you got back to make you happy. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy's like, yep. you're right. You know, and like that was his only yep. motive. It wasn't to, you know, show you how cool he was to fix everything up. He wanted Jimmy to, Jimmy's life to be a little bit better. And, and this is going to be hard for Jimmy. We're joking around about it. Jimmy's going to be fucking, you know, chasing his tail for, for God knows how long. You know, trying to figure out where this was put. Where, where is this? Mm-hmm. What happened to this? Because Aaron just took care of everything. I didn't realize it till we were doing the show. And that fucking dude, you've mentioned something. Dude, I mentioned um, top coating something, like a finish. Dude, I had a fucking email from him with 10 different top coats and how it's going to affect the sheen and the color and this and that. And I'm like, Aaron, like, I don't even know if I'm going to do the job. Like, you know what I mean? But he didn't care. <laughs> like, he just wanted to give yeah. me information that he knew, you know? And, um, and, and he was just like, you know, better than Jimmy's right-hand man, and he, you know, is solely going to be missed by Jimmy, because he just, you know, would do, you know, Jimmy would mention something, and he would take care of it, and, yeah. you know, that's, and, and stuff just, that Jimmy never to... even mentioned he took care of, that's the yeah. craziest thing, like, yeah. and, and Jimmy talked on, on making it about the, uh, all the metal that mm-hmm. Aaron had, like, organized, so yep. when we went up there for the timber framing thing, before that, I was talking on Instagram about how I was going to be up there for the weekend. He hit me up and was like, dude, let me know when you're in town. I have something I want to run by you and get your opinion on. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. So we get there, and he had just dropped the printing press. Um, so it was a little bit hampered. Um, but, you know, I, you know, whatever. It was upsetting. But yeah. at the end of the day, right, nobody got hurt. And, and we moved past it, right? We had a good yeah. weekend. Everybody had a good time. But he was like, oh, let me show you what I was talking about. And what he was talking about was – organizing all that material he was like i just wanted to get your opinion on like how to tie in to this steel without welding because they wanted to build a rack for that material but there's propane tanks there that uh had vents so he was like i don't want to weld over here but like what do you think and we made a little plan and he's like oh that's you know that's that's a good idea he's gonna make the racks in the shop and then he was gonna bolt them to the thing and we kind of talked about it but jimmy didn't ask him to do that yeah, no. You know, he was like, oh, he goes, maybe this weekend, you know, if it, if, uh, if everybody has times, he goes, we could get, you know, 10 or 15 guys together and we could just move all this material. Like, that was just his thought, uh-huh. you know, and he basically was asking me for help to get everybody else to come in and help because he didn't want Jimmy to ask everyone to help. Mm, but they yeah. just wanted to do it because he just, yeah. he just wanted to do it. He knew how much better it would make, make the productivity of the shop if he yeah. went and did all that. You know, yeah. um, and that's hard to come know. by is finding yeah. somebody like that that goes above. Yeah. And beyond. That's going to be a big hole for Jimmy to fill because mm-hmm. it's extremely rare that you have someone that goes above and beyond and has mm-hmm. pride in, in the work they do and yeah. not just someone who's trying to do the bare minimum. And that's that's something I've learned, you know, just recently trying to find, you know, people yeah, to come work yeah. for me. And, and it's and hard. It it's not work. easy. It, it's finding somebody who gives a shit. You know about the, what yeah, they're doing. Thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's like you know, it wasn't you know, it it wasn't you know his videos. It wasn't this, and that's what you know. I said to Jimmy because Jimmy was just so obsessed about Aaron not completing tasks and stuff, and I was like, you know, I just think it was like you know, Aaron got joy out of watching you like complete your tasks, and that's why like he you know, fixated on getting those things done. Like, his tasks really weren't important to him. Like, he knew that 
that wasn't like the thing, you know, like the thing was your tasks and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's where he got, you know, the joy, you know, he, he truly yeah. enjoyed, you know, making Jimmy's life easy, making Jimmy's life, life successful. And, you know, and he was like, Jimmy said, you know, he was happy to be the guy behind the guy, you know, and it, it just, yeah. it's, it's just very, you know, difficult to find somebody like that, you know, and, uh, yeah. and it, it just, you know, on the show, he would sit there and he would just organize like, like five pounds of screws, you know what I mean? It's mm. like, who the fuck wants to do that, you know, and he would just do right. it and, you know, and he'd just stay busy doing it, you know, and I think he just liked to stay busy and like to be like hey i did that you know so it's just yep. it's too bad he's a good guy you know i'm glad i talked to him and i'm glad you know i didn't say let me talk to him another time you know and when i did talk to him he didn't want nothing you know i just wanted to send him something bring him something give him something and he's just like no he's like mm-hmm. he's just like yeah he goes those storage containers i'm not going to be able to use in the lockers he's like just take whatever you want use whatever you want and i was just like dude i just want to send you a magazine or something you know and it's uh it just you know he just didn't want to you know care about himself he just wanted to help everybody so it just it's just sad it's just you know you could go on and on all night about it but he's just going to be sorely missed and it's just a shame but can you hear him paul no no. no not Derek, me. we're losing you. Well, it's my thing says oh. recording still. Oh. Oh. You lose me. I, <laughs> we missed everything that yeah, you said. Yeah, we missed said, everything you said for the past 45 but, seconds. But I think but I think his uh Yeah, my thing still yeah, says recording. I, I so. Derek, we missed what you said. Oh, oh god. You got to be kidding me. Oh. Hold on. Can you hear me? Can you see me? I can hear you. Hold on. All right. Yeah, we missed some of what you said there, Derek. But yeah, I think it's it still, might yeah, it's still be on said your tracks. So yeah, hopefully, uh, can you hear me? Be. All the people sense. who are listening to this are going to be like, what the hell are these guys talking about? I can hear Derek perfectly. Yeah. But we can't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can but, you hear me now? But no, I mean, you know. Now we yeah, can. Yeah. yeah. But so anyway, you, yeah, it, it, you can it's, edit that out. Yeah, it's a real shame. So no. um, everybody's upset about it. Jimmy obviously was the closest with him. So anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to. St- spent too much uh you know, i jimmy jimmy eulogized Adam, oh, beautiful. Uh, aaron uh, excuse yeah. me jesus jimmy you funny, funny you would mention Is Adam. That the right word eulogied? Yeah. i'm not sure yeah, yeah he gave a fantastic good. eulogy to aaron yeah. in the making it podcast uh and you you can't get through it without being yeah you uh you can't get through it without just getting broken up. I was I was very no, was uh, emotional difficult. listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very difficult, but it's it's like required reading, you yeah, know, and I think that um you have to go you have to put yourself through listening to it to understand his impact on, you know, on one of our friends. So Yeah. I'll Bob put and a link Dave to it did, the, did a great job just listening, you know. They they were good, you know. So yeah, and and yeah. Speaking of Adam, right? Adam C did a tribute portrait of uh, Aaron. If anybody saw oh, our friend Adam it? C, oh, that's cool. A, I didn't see that. Yeah, he did. It was on his uh, Patreon, I believe. But I did see a portrait of Aaron um, on on his on Adam C's Patreon. So 
go uh, follow Adam C on Patreon and be a patron of his, <clears throat> and then you can uh, see this portrait of Aaron. And I'm sure Jimmy will wind up doing some sort of print or something. I don't know. I've been trying to think of like something that Aaron cared about that we could like donate to in his honor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, enough about uh, enough about that sadness. Yeah. Let's talk about something positive. Derek, looks like your cabinet came out great, but I don't know if you yeah. can hear us because your mic keeps cutting out. Yeah. I mean, can you hear me or no? Can you hear me now? I don't know. Oh, you're kidding me. Paul, what have you been doing? Well, Chris, I'm back into crypto. I'm back into crypto. I'm back into stocks. Now's the perfect time. Bitcoin's going back up. Doge. You seen Doge? Doge is going back up. Now, did I lose $6,000 a couple months ago on Bitcoin? (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Well, no. Losing it would have been selling it. Well, no, I didn't do that. Did it go down $6,000? Yeah, it did. It might have gone down $6,000, but it's going back up. But you hold. You hold. You hold. You don't. You got diamond you hands. Hold. Diamond hands, dude. I, don't, got I never hands. sell. Never sell. How I'll much sheep do you have, though? I, I have don't have some any sheep. of that shit. I dude, put a couple hundred in sheep. Doge. Why? Is that going up now? Well, I mean, I bought it at I bought it at twice of what its current value is. So uh, oh. it has not been good for me. <laughs> um, but if it could go to a dollar, I'd have nine and a half million dollars. So that would just be that would fantastic. Be nice. But Doge yeah. is uh yeah, Doge Doge hit thirty five today. Did you see that? I, I, I did see that. And then Bitcoin and Ethereum. I have a little Doge and then I mostly have Bitcoin and Ethereum. But that's not I, I, I I'm into some legit stocks because I know that's a risky uh, road to go down. Um, but I do have some some crypto. Um, so funny. I don't know. It's it's crazy. I'll tell you who's really freaking screwed me is my boy Dave Portnoy. I, I love him, but I bought some of that Penn National Gaming stock, dude. <laughs> I lost another. Which one is that? <laughs> I bought it. It's what the company that owns Barstool. Oh. And so I bought it at like $120 a share, and now it's currently at $70 a share. <laughs> oh, my God. But other than that, I've been doing pretty well on all my other shit. That's good. Um, but what are you going to do? I'm still I mean, up overall. Yeah. I mean, you got to, and you got to hold. You got to hold. hold. Yeah. I've been, uh, I use this app. I don't remember which one it is now. One of the crypto apps where it'll tell you if the, if it moves a certain percentage in a certain amount of time. Oh, really? So if any, if any crypto moves, oh, oh shit. There. there he goes. I think he was getting out of the car. Oh. It's gonna stop recording. Oh no, it's still going. We'll That's just keep going. Bizarre. All right, well. we'll just keep going. He doesn't give a shit about crypto. No. Anyway. Yeah. There was there was there's an app that I have that if if a currency moves by a certain percent over the course of 15 minutes, uh-huh. it'll send me an alert that so it's you got up, up all or down. the little tricks up your sleeve. If but there's one thing about Chris, he's always got a trick <laughs> up his sleeve. He's always got an What's angle. What's funny though is that it's it just shows the unbelievable volatility because it'll be oh, like so Doge insane. up 20 percent then two seconds later i'll get another alert down 20 percent, and i'm just yeah. like oh is like, this the downfall of the american economy most likely is this well, is gonna, well, this is gonna cause major problems once it gets regulated it just won't be fun anymore 
You yeah, like, yeah, and then all you know, you know all the uh, super wealthy people will either squash it or just control it all. Yeah, I you mean, know whatever. we got no I, shot. You know, if I could, if I could make uh, any money on Doge, it would be really helpful for me in my life. So, uh, well, yeah, I'm just gonna hold. I'm gonna just you could hold, hold on the Doge. Um, I'm holding. But I do. Well, have see some... what Mark Cuban just said about what do you say? He said him and Elon Musk just started talking about how they feel it's the most stable platform or some bullshit. And it, that's what brought the price up. That's why everything's going up because Mark it, Cuban is just – Mark Cuban is just, I think, setting his kids up yeah. to be like billionaires with the crypto that he's buying them and by artificially pumping them. Can you imagine if, if, a, if a global currency can get doubled in value in a day over two guys tweeting – it's not stable. The guy who owns a basketball team, and then Elon Musk, who makes the world's no. freaking shittiest cars, <laughs> which is a whole nother thing I'd like to get into. Oh, but anyway, um, I don't know. They have some I, quality control issues. Because yeah, you think? I mean, you saw that picture I sent you. <laughs> yeah, did you see the video of the of the Tesla door hitting the bus though? That I no sent? no. What, you oh, sent it to me. I, I sent you guys. You know what it was? None of you guys followed. How is that it. So possible? there's this video of a of a Tesla Model X. Oh with the, god. The door that opens. You know. Yeah yeah yeah. And the person doesn't realize yeah. the door is open and they're driving and then oh, they clip a my bus. God. How is that possible? And it's just it's so bad. Oh, it's such a bad like accident. Like it's like I don't even know if you don't total the vehicle after that. You must have Hold to on. because it probably. Watch. Oh my God! In London, is that in London? Those buses. Holy I think so. Shit. Yeah. So bad. I mean, like, and I can't imagine the car. Right? How does the car let you do that? Wow. On, we'll play again. There you go. Oh my God! <gasps> oh, they could have. Deca- they could have killed the freaking bus driver. Right. Look, the bus driver was right there. That's oh. where it hit. Boom. Fun fact, those so buses bad. are designed by, I think, Heatherwick Studio, which is a pretty cool industrial design firm. The one useful thing I learned about in my year at Parsons School of Design was I discovered this super interesting um, like industrial design firm. They've done – you know the thing um, Vessel in, in Manhattan? Mm-hmm. What is it? Yeah. What, what, what a project is that? Like Hudson Yards? Hudson Yards, yeah. They designed that. People jumping that, off of. They got to figure are out a way to get rid of, of some people. Yeah, they're going to close oh, it permanently because some twelve-year-old kid committed suicide in front of his family oh, like a month ago. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! It never ends. It really doesn't. Never ends. You Jesus give people something Christ. cool to look at, and they'll find a way to fucking ruin oh, it. Oh my god! You know what? There's just too many people. Yep. Anyway. Um, Jesus so, Christ. Yeah. But anyway, what's the uh, what's the uh, name of the company? The name Heatherwick the, uh, Studio Heather or Studios? Studio. Yeah, they've de- they've designed amazing stuff all over the world. They've designed, I think, the new buses for London, all sorts of crazy bridges and, and structures. Um, they're really really interesting. They designed this bridge. I don't know if where if it was in London or the Netherlands or something. It literally unrolls over this like canal. It's really mm-hmm. cool. If, if whoever's listening, you should check and out it's their functional? website. It's functional. Yeah, it's like a footbridge or something. I, need, I haven't looked at it in a while. Yeah, there was um, that was one of the things that I I had the similar experience in art school. Like, like what you just said. You're like, oh, 
uh, I got one good thing out of Parsons, right? Like there was a few designers and artists that I learned about at school. Yeah. But not that many that like I actually gave a shit no, about whose no. names I remember. Um, and one of them was this this designer Mark Newsom. You ever heard of Mark Newsom? Sounds familiar. Um, and the thing that that I liked of his work was he had. And, you know, you, you, the illusion of, like, these people being craftsmen goes away immediately, right? As soon as you start doing research, you realize that none of yeah. these designers could fucking make anything. Yeah, They can't yeah. even make, That's like, the, the clay thing. model. You know, they, like, do a sketch and then they send it out. But this guy um, designed this really cool, horrifically uncomfortable-looking chair wow. um, called the Lockheed Lounge. At the time, it huh. was the most expensive piece of furniture that had ever been sold by sotheby's Jesus and i'll show Christ. you guys a photo so it's yeah. a it's a foam yeah, yeah. chair with shaped aluminum body panels riveted oh to like it. a plane whoa like a plane yeah. that's awesome and um it was so it like it, it as soon as i saw it i was like this is amazing and the, but the reason that i loved it and, and you know we are all from the same kind of mindset is like i would love to make it not yeah, that i want to draw yeah. it and pay someone else to make it and then yeah. i found out that like he like found a body shop in his town and like they made it and you know it's like and you see and i watched a video and it's these like old world like body craftsmen you know like guys that those are the people i have more interest in yeah and and these guys are are shaping all these metal and then he's selling it for four million dollars which as a person that builds art for other artists you know whatever i understand it it's it doesn't really bother me that much but my my me being impressed with him faded and just his design work and the the craftsmanship of what he's designed. Yeah, I, I never uh, got is, is that. Super interesting. So I, Mark Newsom is a great yeah. uh, industrial yeah. designer to look uh, into. That's why I never got it. Like these other artists. Do, yeah, just, really I never cool got it. Stuff. And he did stuff out of solid granite that was amazing too. But you know, like some factory in India probably produced yeah. it because, you know, he's not. That's why I like uh, Jonathan Price. We've talked about him on the. Oh yeah. Uh, what the the other people making your stuff? Yeah, or I think that guy, right? Yeah. Can you hear Derek? Well, well, yeah. Jonathan Price, um, and I think Derek, you might be like a second behind me. That's why I like Jonathan Price because I feel like he's involved with the creation of his sculptures. Like I don't think you know, obviously he's not making all of them, but like you yeah. see him in the studio getting the stuff built. You know, um, we've talked about him on the podcast before as well. He makes really, really cool stuff, but I don't know. At a certain point, I get it. You have to pay somebody else to do it, but some of these guys just draw shit on a napkin, and then they make $25 million uh, making it. I don't know. I understand that you're needing assistance and paying people to do it, but Mm. to me, you should be – the artist should be the one with the skill and the know-how and the knowledge to craft Mm -hmm. their own art. They should be the Mm -hmm. the conductor – a lot of the, from what you're telling me, a lot of these people don't have a clue what's going no, on. They don't, and they just come up with some crazy thing. And a lot of what you've showed me, what they come up with, is not even close. A lot of times to the end result, just because it's not possible, it just doesn't even make sense. Um, yeah. I don't know what the hell. I mean, that's very. I mean, I just talked to my my clients today that have the art fabricating company. Yeah. They just sent me a drawing. For these, like, they call them vines. And they're like, well, here's the 3D drawing. And I'm like, okay. And my friend is like, well, we they want them bent 
to be exactly like the 3D drawing. And I could show you guys the drawing. It's arbitrary as could be. These random bent whatever. You know, like, it, it, you could never quantify these bends, Paul. Yeah. Like, impossible. Yeah. Unless you had a unless you had a three D CNC bender that like you know how the as the wire comes oh, out yeah, it's being yeah, formed yeah. like one of those mandrel but, and I said things. yeah and I said uh, um, I said to Serena my friend who owns the company um, that you know I said like well these things should be like hand bent you know like and they should be bent with the artist there to like decide yeah, if yeah. it should go a little bit more and she's like yeah they don't they just sent it out to be bid to be built see that's like because i was like i can make them to me yeah i was like it's it's five whatever it was it was five sixteenths rod bent in like a tripod shape for a vine and i'm like yeah i could do this over my leg like you could bend it over your knee that's how thin this material is uh, okay. but someone should have their hands in deciding exactly what it's supposed to look like like it didn't seem right to have someone else do it and she's like yeah they just sent it out to bid um so they asked us for a price and i'm like "Eh, you know like it seemed like the kind of job that you get a call back on because they're like oh could we just like make it a little bit different but nobody wants to touch it so i'm like i'm all set I'm, i'm all good with that what bothers me is like you and like damian hurst could make the same exact thing and Mm -hmm. yours would be worth zero and his would be worth you know three million Mm dollars like that's that's the upsetting thing because most of it is name recognition now some a lot of the shit he's made is incredible but it's it's a whole big racket a lot of it is Mm -hmm. but like it's but some you you should be able to look at, at art and and not know who made it and that should and how beautiful it is or that should determine what it's worth not you know, because someone's famous and they didn't even have a, they didn't even lay a finger on the creation of this thing. Mm. You know, yeah. uh, I don't agree. I'm not yeah. saying they got to do every single thing, in it, but they should be involved yeah. every step of the way. You know, the fact that someone's just yeah, sending yeah, in a drawing yeah. and it's made in a different state, or you know, they haven't even seen it. Sometimes it's not even I a can, drawing. But Sometimes it keeps, it's yeah. just it keeps just breaking up says, on my end. Yeah, like hey, like I just bid another one. Actually, it's a box with steel spikes all facing the center. Okay, well. I'm like, okay. Sure. Derek, can you hear us? Can I can hear, hear Derek. Can you hear me at all now? This is a disaster. <laughs> yeah, no, it just it keeps breaking up oh, on my end. Oh, oh God. Yeah. This is a well. This is a normal. This is a normal episode yeah. for us. Let me leave and recap. A couple disconnects. Right like two hours of of editing that I have to do to like oh, fix yeah. it. Uh, that's the funniest thing about Jeff Fader. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. I can't hear Derek at all. Oh, interesting. I can hear um, you perfectly. When I when I talk to Jeff or Jeff talks about it in his podcast. He's like, I don't edit a thing. I don't do anything. Craig has to do all of it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, must be nice, dude. Oh God. What the hell's going on? Poor Derek's out in the woods somewhere. This is a disaster. It's fine. Everybody's yeah. st- still listening. So I got yeah. confirmation from our friend Tyler Bell because I yeah. always talk about him in the episodes. He me- he texts me the other day. He goes, "By the way, I listen to every episode uh. all the way to the end." I was like, <laughs> "Dude, you're the best." I said, "We appreciate you." Um, I was just talking, I was talking about 
I was talking about in one of the last episodes how I was like, where's my tennis racket, right? Like, how come I haven't got my tennis racket? So he he messaged me, he texted me, and he said, like, dude, I'm I'm sending out the tennis rackets next week. He's like, I listen to to every episode. So shout out to Tyler. I wonder, how's his... uh, How's his latest video doing? Let's see. Not as it's probably not doing as well as stuff made here, but it's definitely doing well. Dude, the fucking kid's crazy. He's nuts. Did you watch his video, Paul? The the arrow, the the bow and arrow video. No. When did he post that one? Dude, stuff the other made. Not day. not Tyler. Oh, stuff made here posted oh, oh. this video. Dude. Yeah. No, I didn't see Dude, that. I, re- I, I'm the sure thing it's is insane. ridiculous. Dude, he's he punches nuts. himself in the face thirty times. <laughs> Uh, he earned his best. money just for that. Oh my god! I always used dude. to say to myself, so like, how do who are the people that are building airplanes or you know work at Sikorsky making helicopters or making like you know incredible things function? Because everyone I always come in contact with is stupid. These are that's the type of person mm-hmm. that does that stuff. Yeah. I found one yeah. because yeah. the stuff he does is 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 insane. Dude, it's crazy. It's like, just yeah. even think of it, you know? Why is he not, like, working? Like, I'm surprised some... Well, he was, well... Like, like Lockheed Martin hasn't, like... Why would, why would he work for anyone? Yeah, but he dude, is like... Probably making, get, he's yeah. probably making... He's probably making $70,000 a episode. You think, like, DARPA wouldn't, like, scoop him up or something? And they're like... <laughs> but why would he want to? They'd have to pay him, like, three three or four million dollars a That's year true. to make it worth his while right now and and he's he gets to hang out in his basement with his wife yeah that's true you know well the, it was sponsored by, it was, no it was it was sponsored by that um what's the 3d printer company there not the um Glow for, not Glow the for. resin ones that yeah that's what i was gonna yeah, say yeah, too yeah. the um it's um, not glow for something labs. like that form labs. form labs he was an engineer for them and, mm-hmm. you know, they basically were like, hey, man, you got to go pursue this. And so, you know, he looked like he had a really good job with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he made a run for it. And, I mean, the fucking kid just kills it every time. It's amazing. It's insane. Dude, just for some context, he has almost 2,000 patrons. Oh, my God. And his smallest tier is $5 a month. Oh, God. The math on and that. he has... So he's already getting ten thousand a month just from Patreon at the bare bare minimum, you know. So good for him. I mean, that's amazing. Then he's getting four million views on a video. He has three million YouTube. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Subscribers, he's got to be charging. You know, like I don't know what Form Labs paid him for the ad that he did. Yeah. But it couldn't have been less than twenty five or thirty grand for that yeah. video. You know? If not more, because with his with his track record and he used to work for this company, so maybe he like hooked him up, but with his track record, he could go to any company and go, I will I'll give you like a three minute long ad read that people will genuinely listen to and my video is pretty much guaranteed to get at least 4 million views. Like, that's a $100,000 value to mm-hmm. any of these companies. It has to be. 
Um, and so, I mean, he's got to be just making more money than he ever could imagine that he would make. How many subscribers does he have? Three million? One million. That's fast, though. Dude, his last last five videos, right? This is going from the most recent one. Four and a half million, four million, six and a half million, four and a half million, 15 million views. That's crazy. So, I mean, he's got... He's got 150 million views on YouTube in how long? His his freaking channel's only been up since March 3rd, 2020. Oh so his channel's God. only been up for a year and a half. Holy wow. shit. Wow. Good for him. But he's undeniable, yeah. you know, the stuff. That's right. That's 100%. That's, and that's I and why. I mean all of this in a positive way. He is Yeah. he has earned every dollar that he has made and bravo to him. He had he's got to be We have some other friends that make a lot of money on YouTube. He has to be doubling that amount, if I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. And you know the values that I'm talking about. I know. Yeah, that's like, you're talking about me, right? I was talking we about one you. Of them right here. I was talking about the $52 his, a month that you get off from Patreon. His Patreon's killing mine. Wow. I'm not even I'll tell you who's freaking killing this guy is my boy Timmy D. Makes about oh, $150,000 a month off of Patreon. Does he really? He does. He does. It's oh. crazy. Tim Dillon. Oh. Who the hell is Tim Dillon? The Tim Dillon show. You know, oh, Tim Dillon's one of the greatest things. Oh, one of the greatest my God. 164000 a month. Yeah, he's uh, killing it. It's crazy. It says it right on Patreon. 164000 a month. Wow. wow. Tim Dillon's the greatest wow. thing to come out of this pandemic. Wow. That's crazy. He? Good for he's him. Am I supposed to know who he is? Dude, so did you see? I I just looked up. I just looked up Andrew Schultz's podcast has a yeah. Patreon, and he's okay. got his value up there a hundred thousand a month. Holy they're getting shit. for Patreon. Wow, twenty one thousand wow. patrons because they do exclusive episodes. Yeah. Wow. Tim Dillon has all these different tiers. Wow. Good for and them. One of them I'm gonna start doing like... exclusive. Yeah, I told you to get that OnlyFans going. Wow. I gotta. I'm gonna. I was just talking to uh, <laughs> I was just talking to Justin Maybe about that, about me. I said, oh, dude, what? you should have an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> but it was uh, it was for a message that I had sent him about something else. So anyway, yeah. that's for the after show. You want to hear what I'm talking yeah. about? And uh, you got to go yeah, to the after, after show. show. You know what we should really yeah. do, just to be funny, is just make an OnlyFans and actually post stuff related to the podcast on there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's originally what it was intended for. I think it was supposed to be just like a Patreon yeah. competitor, and somehow it yep. just took a turn. Yep. And then, and then it's funny because um, there's a, there was a, a recent thing where Patreon started having issues with people trying to do OnlyFans style shit on oh, Patreon, yeah. and them. then Patreon taking them down. I don't know why you wouldn't just. Do it on OnlyFans though. I don't know. That's like, true. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but maybe the payout. I mean, I don't know. Them. Like, does anybody do anything legitimate? Oh no, I'm sorry. It wasn't Patreon. It was Twitch. It was there, oh. was, a, there was a subculture of Twitch of girls that would just sit in hot tubs and go oh, on I Twitch, heard about that, and they like, were making hundreds streams. of thousands of dollars in their live streams just Fucking sitting in a hot tub. Were doing that, and Twitch. We didn't get a dime. Twitch killed it. Yeah, you could have been a famous Twitch streamer. Yeah. In the hot tub, yeah. man, you really fucked Fuck. up. Yeah, that's you, too you bad. Really, Dude, you the really place we're up. at, there's a hot tub here that's locked up. This guy did it right, though. He's got like these special straps that lock. <laughs> there's no penetrating this thing. Oh, <laughs> bummer. 
You should make a video yeah, for your yeah, YouTube okay. of you getting in, like I, a lock-picking I, lawyer. I, I put it on my Instagram, but um, I don't think it posted. It's a shame. It's a damn shame. So Shitty funny. reception up hot there. Hot tubs are just so big Petri right, dishes. That's all a hot tub That's is. Right. <laughs> um, so, Der- Derek, you recently finished two fantastic projects. Two, two nice pieces of furniture. Yeah. Do you want to talk about them at all? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, they've been uh, sitting around for a while. Yeah, they're, they're just, not too uh, recent, Chris. Got all right. Around. Yeah. Well, they yeah, were they finished were, they recently. Were they were started yeah, yeah, in like they, another yeah, time. They were, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were sprayed. These down. are from last yeah. year. No, I don't know well, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, yeah, these have been dragging on for a while. Pre-pandemic. But the, I tell you, yeah. But um, no, I, I was so happy with that bookcase the way it turned out. I. I wasn't too thrilled about it, and then once I sprayed it and the finish on it, it looked beautiful. It just really looked so nice. Everybody that's seen it, they're just like, wow, it's amazing how nice it came out. It was funny. Um, the woman, her friend had contacted me, and she said, you know, hey, can you come out and take a look at You know, I got some work I need done. And I said, you're going to have to wait a while. I said, I'm kind of laid up. So I'm going to see her probably like in another month or so, I told her. But she was just moving into a new house, and uh, she wants something similar done with that. And then um, the other thing, it was something for my in-laws, and that's where I'm at actually now. I, uh, my father-in-law is very sick, and uh, you know it's unfortunate, but he, um, he needed something to put. He said for his medication, but I think it's for his martinis at night. He likes a mod. That's his medication. Game. Don't you judge yeah. that man's well, drugs. Well, 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 it's funny. He does have a, a, a glass that says medicine on it, you know, and he, that's what he puts his drink in. But um, he's just very sick. And uh, they'd asked me, Jesus, probably about eight or nine months ago. And I had made it, and I wasn't really happy with it. And I changed the top on it. It kind of really just changed the look of it. And I brought it up there, and we're visiting with him. And like I said, he's in real, real bad shape. So um, mm. it was just nice to get it to him and spend some time with him. And my mother-in-law, and um, they were thrilled. It was funny, though. I'm sitting there, and they have really, like, you know, contemporary tastes. And I'm looking, and everything's, like, light, light, light furniture. Hmm. And I'm like, this fucking thing does not even match anything in this house. But the kitchen cabinets, it matched that, so... It's like um, a cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it came out really nice. I was happy with it. He was thrilled, and he was just happy to have something, you know, that I made that was nice. He has a couple small things, but they were nice. They were happy to just have, like, a piece of furniture now, so just a little something. That's nice. But yeah, yeah, so I was happy. It just, it, it, you know, like I said, he's in a real bad way, and it just kind of made his life a little bit easier to have a little side table next to his chair now, and so he's happy, so... That makes me happy, you know, so so that was that, but yeah. 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 So, did you see, talk about furniture, did you see that fucking piece of furniture make what Miles made? Do you follow um, him? I think he I did do. like a on console. Instagram? Yeah, he posted on Instagram. He just did a YouTube video on it. Okay. And it's like a, um, it's a, it's a, it's a stand for a TV. Oh, yes, yes. Dude. That thing, right? Unbelievable. So I post on his Instagram. I'm like, dude, forget about going to college. Yeah. I said, I said, just keep doing what you're doing. So I, I'm friendly with his father online. His father goes, he's got one more year of high school still. That kid's in the 11th grade and made that thing. Wow. I was like, I unbelievable. Very cool. Look, does he make the front? I uh, only saw yeah. photos of it. Yeah. He made the front. Yeah, he made the like, front. 
it's almost like a fish like a fish scale yeah. design. I don't Dude. know. I don't know what it's called. But. Well, it's it, no. It's so funny as I watched a video and the front of it's all made with two by fours. Oh, nice. He like he like cut them, sanded them, and um, you know beveled them and everything, and glued them together. And it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Wow, it's walnut that's plywood. Crazy. Then he banded it. Dude, isn't it so badass looking? That's nice. really cool. That's yeah, so cool. many people posted, like, dude, and I felt the same way. Like, people are going to want that thing. Like, he, it almost he, looks he like a guitar that, but... amp. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so yeah. funny. Go look back a couple of videos. That's what wow. he just made a guitar amp. Oh, and wow. It's like, the Kumiko one is beautiful. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. That's but can you crazy. imagine he's in the on. 11th grade? That's, yeah, that's it'll like, catch on, on for him. He'll he'll oh yeah he'll get uh that's he'll, crazy. he'll get it going. Yeah, it's just a matter of time with with like videos like that. Like he'll just pick up and then that'll be his, Dude, that'll his, be his job. Yeah, his videos are so good. And like I said, he did that um stop it uh, stop motion animation with the guy on the one wheel during COVID, and it was like the oh, poor yes, kid yes, must yes. have been so bored, you know, and he just yeah. had some time. But that came out so cool. He's just so talented and creative. It's just really, really inspiring to think he's like in the eleventh grade. I thought it was like he was going into college. Like, uh, right. not that that's any older, but you know, it's like holy shit. But yeah, so that that was uh, I just saw that. I watched that video. That thing was really cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I like this thing a lot. It's beautiful. Yeah, isn't that just beautiful looking? I love the look of it. Another idea yeah, I might have to steal. Yeah, just do it. You gotta do it. Yeah, it's flattering, isn't it? Of course. It's like my way of saying it's awesome, dude. You have to have the. Uh, you have to have. You just have to get more subscribers. Do you have more subscribers than him? No, I doubt it. I think he's got way more than me. He has like fifteen thousand. Dude, speaking of people getting their shit stolen, that um, you guys Very follow solo. on YouTube the Q. Oh my God, that <laughs> poor bastard! About that. <laughs> Dude, the guy's got 12 million followers, and he's got to steal yeah. Bernie's thing and acted like oh he thought God. the idea. Well, up. you know what? I, I'm not. I'm not defending him, but I will say this: what Bernie's Bernie's thing has been ripped off by all these oh, Chinese I companies. Know. No, no, this know. guy probably saw oh, it on yeah, some right. Alibaba website. Like, oh yeah. Didn't... Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm I mean? Sure. Like it's it's not like he oh, saw yeah, yeah. it on no, Bernie's no, Instagram. No, I know, but that's why I say no. I feel bad. The guy's probably like, like who the like, hell's oh, this? And at least God. the guy made it himself, though. Yeah. But at, but at least the guy made it. It's not like it's not like he was just making yeah. a video showing it off. Like the dude actually spends time building it. You know. Yeah. So I give him. And I think if he would have just credited Bernie, it would have made it all fine. But it's oh, like, come yeah, on, dude. that's like, all Bernie. Just say, really hey, like, about. you know, mm. like somebody else made this first. I don't know. Yeah, no, but, I know. But just yeah, like Bernie just keeps getting shit well, on. So I think bad he's trying to patent thing. it. He is. Right. Isn't he, he is. trying to patent yes. it? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I get the purpose of patenting it, but at the same time, it kind of yeah. seems like yeah. unless you have like a cousin who's a patent attorney, it kind of seems like yeah. he would spend a lot of money <laughs> and it wouldn't really yeah. do too much to help him. I'm just, you know, and I don't yeah. mean this in a negative way. Yeah, I, mean, no. I support Bernie and everything he does, but by the time he gets it patented, he's not going to stop anybody in China from making it. You know, like yeah, they're still no. going to be making the patents don't really course. apply yeah. to them over there. Yeah. No, they don't yeah. give a fuck. Plus, yeah. fidget spinners are kind of no. and I was out. I don't remember who yeah. I was talking about. About um, I was talking to somebody about patenting a product, and oh, it was actually a friend of mine called me because their their friend's son wants to develop a product 
and wants to find somebody that can help him get it manufactured and maybe patented. And I was like, I mean, I don't know anybody that does any anything in patenting because it's not even worth patenting. By the time you're done, if you if you it if takes you advertise it right? while you're developing it, well, not only that. It, it, so like, if you do like a Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Chances are, to get the money to do the patent, you need the Kickstarter. As soon as you get it on Kickstarter, someone is starting yeah. to steal it. So by the time you're done patenting it, Shen- somebody Shen-Zen. else has already made it. Exactly. Somebody's already made it and sold it. That's been a big thing with Kickstarter. <laughs> people the time, will come out with these technology the things. Dude, before your Kickstarter is over. Yeah. Yeah. Before your Kickstarter is over, someone's already made it and put it on Amazon. Exactly. So yeah. why, like, you're you're already screwed. And a lot of times, it's the factory that you were reaching out to in China oh, to make it. Yeah. Because they don't give a shit. Like the fact that nobody has ripped off the Wazer and made like an Alibaba version of it is because it's crazy a nightmare. To because try I think, and get it to work. Yeah. yeah because yeah. it's such a pain in the ass to make. It must be what it is. But like, you know, like. I can't believe that somebody else isn't making a Jimmy Duresta ice pick on Amazon for $4. Oh. You know? An ice that pick is like, an idea. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to start. Right? Brilliant. Like, how come somebody hasn't... I mean, and if any of these people in Shenzhen had any idea how many ice picks Jimmy sold, <laughs> they'd... Uh, That's they almost uh, a little different now. because it's a branded thing. Like people yeah, but are somebody buying would still them. buy. If you had a Duresta ice pick on Amazon for four dollars, I guess. Oh yeah, people would probably would get confused they and cool thing. they'd think it was like yeah. Jimmy's oh. and maybe, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, Jimmy's so cheap, know. he'd probably buy them and stamp them and resell <laughs> them. Right? <Why> not? <laughs> well, remember? I mean, remember what Jimmy used to have to do when he made ice picks? He would have to pull them out of ice picks that he bought from the restaurant yeah. Oh, yeah. to get yeah. the steel. Yeah, he used yeah. to rip the metal yeah. out. I think he used to heat it up, right, and yeah. pull them out. Yeah, because he so couldn't funny. just buy the stick, the, the pick. He had yeah. to buy a whole ice yeah. pick. It's yeah. funny when I was before I met Jimmy, before I I knew any of you guys. When I was making knives, I was making bottle openers. I would ma- I would sell a knife with a matching bottle opener with the same scales, mm-hmm. and I would order them from this website called like, I think it was like RestaurantSupply.com. They sold a. Uh, you ever seen like a bar bartender's bottle opener? It's like a long metal, oh, yeah. almost looks yeah. like a paddle. Yeah. So I would buy those in stainless, and I would mm-hmm. cut them, and I would make them like this big. So like. But it had that nice stamped bottle opener in it, and it was yeah. kitchen grade stainless, and they were like two dollars each. Like I couldn't, yeah, Isn't that I couldn't even buy the stainless for that for that cost. Yeah, and that was the only way for me to do it was to buy them and drill them and cut them myself. Um, and when I saw Jimmy doing it with the ice picks, I was like, oh, I'm not the only asshole that has to do shit like this, you know? Like, yeah. it made me feel yeah. better. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy. So. Pinto, how's your truck restoration coming along? It seems like that's your new railing. It's pretty good. Truck. It's pretty good. It's better yeah. than railings. Better than um, railings. Dude, I haven't been watching your stories, and then it's like I look at your photo, I'm like, dude, it's got a fucking frame. I'm like, The Whoa, truck's in complete pieces. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's funny. They're really so what happened isn't... with that fender, the creased fender? Oh, that one's getting scrapped. That fender's shot. And I'm probably going to have to get... I'm in a little bit of a dilemma because it's an F3, which is causing a lot more problems than I anticipated for trying to find parts. What if about just an, changing it over to an F-150 body or an f I was about... Body? I was honestly thinking of doing that. Like, I'll tell you what is going to 
be the, the straw that breaks the camel's back is if there's any problem with this flathead motor, like if there's a crack in it that mm. I can't fix. Because a pair, I guess you from that? you have to take it apart, blast it, and magna flux the motor. Um, What's but, that? Do you seal any gaps or whatever? No, it, it, it basically is magnetic powder that's got a, a color to it, and it will... Um, you hold a big magnet up to the block, and it sucks it into any cracks. Okay. Well, that's um, cool. But there's certain cracks in flatheads. Like, I'm sure this motor's cracked in certain places, which are fine. Like, almost every flathead out there has some type of crack in it. A lot of times it's where the stud and the water, like, mm. ports are, like for the, the uh, antifreeze. And that one's easily fixable. But if there's any type of major cracks in it, then I'm, I literally I told my father, I'm like, I'm getting a new modern frame for an F1. I'm taking the cab and the hood off. I'm getting an F1 bed, F1 fenders, and putting, like, a big motor in it and, and then just completely changing it over. Because at that point, it's like, it's, not, it's, not, it's too much trouble to, like, keep everything else because I can't find a bed. I can't find the right fenders because the fenders are the same oh. shape with a bigger opening in them. And if the motor's gone, then I don't know. And also, oh, the frame is a little suck. bit tweaked, which I found. Why I do you today. think that the motor might be cracked? Why do you? It's think It's just the block a possibility. Is that with, just are you with just flatheads? Yeah. They're they're oh, the way they're designed is they're you know it's a V eight but there's only three exhaust ports because the two center cylinders hmm. share one and that builds up a ton of heat. And so a lot of times they could be cracked. But I, I don't – it's unlikely that it's cracked in a major way because it didn't smoke or anything when we, we ran it, and it ran good. So I don't know. We'll see. Just keep at it, kid. It'll yeah. You got it. Um, the, the easier but more expensive route would be to just convert it over to an F1. Um, but I'd rather keep it original if I can, you know. Oh. I'm looking forward to seeing it done. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be cool. I'm hoping. You're by... gonna, you gonna, you gotta do like Trent Presler. You gotta put like a brand on it. You gotta put like yeah, the Fairfield yeah, Steelworks yeah. logo on the side, and then everyone <laughs> will know. Every time you go to Peppy's, they'll be like, "Oh, oh yeah, it's the Fairfield Steel Steelworks guy." Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, be real What cool. other uh, stuff you guys having cranking in the shop right now, or are do you just have like a team of guys working, and you're just tinkering with the car uh, i tinker <laughs> like, with the, the car Paul, help a- us. after um after they leave and they, it's funny they'll, they'll come yeah. in the next day they'll be like holy shit like the car is completely in pieces like last time they saw it the cab was on like and you're sleeping you're sleeping run. on like the front yeah. seats it's funny but um <laughs> we've been doing a, a ton of different railings which I, i'm getting sick of saying but you know they make a lot of money a lot of stainless we got a little structural job coming up, possibly a big structural job in the works, and then a super humongous structural job that's still that I told you guys about like over a year ago, and it's still getting pushed back a little bit because mm. it's a long story, but it's going to happen. The bigger the job, the, the more pushed back it becomes, usually, right? Yeah, yeah. This is this is a real interesting uh, situation I'm show. dealing with here. Yeah, um, but it's going to happen. It's going to be great for me once it does. Um, yeah. But we'll see. We got a lot of good stuff coming. Um, I am working on the roller tables for the big Marvel saw, um, which are coming out saw good. I had, 
I had the guys working on that today, and I, I designed it so that I could replace. I could I used rather than just taking pieces of channel and drilling holes and putting the rollers in the holes of the channel, I I uh, sheared and punched a bunch of little pieces of two by two by quarter inch angle, and then bolted those up on to the top flange of the C channel, and that way I could just unbolt each individual roller because I know. One of my guys is going to drop like a beam on it and break like three of the rollers or bend them, and I'm going to have to replace them. So rather than taking the entire thing apart, I got to make them removable. Nice, that's a good idea. Yeah. So it's, it, it how wide are you going to be on that? Like 20 feet? Um, I'm going to have my plan is to have 15 feet of outfeed. It's going to be a little more than 15 feet, probably like 17 feet. Um, and because the longest beam I'm going to be cutting is a 40 footer, and if you cut it in half, that's the longest piece you can mm. cut. So I'll have like 17 feet on rollers, and then you know, if three feet has to hang off, you know, it's no big deal. And then that's on the funny. infeed side, I'll have a 20 foot section, then a space like a three foot wide space, so I could walk behind the saw, and if I'm using a forklift, I could drop the forklift forks in between the two sections, um, or a crane with a strap. And then a um, five foot section, and then the saw, and then the fifteen foot section. So nice. it should be uh, wow. it should work out pretty good. A lot going yeah, on down awesome. there. Oh yeah, that's a big, that's we're, a, we're cranking. That's a large, that's large material. Yeah. Mm. And now I got another guy working. He's been really good. Um, so we're moving along. It's nice, like when you have a a, a, a nice efficient crew of people like you could really crank out some stuff like i have two guys right now that are that are really really solid and it's better than having like six dummies running around just wasting your time and and you know breaking things and not getting things done (laughs) yeah i mean most businesses have six dummies so yeah that's you gotta gotta avoid that i think yeah, yeah, that's that's 100%. normally what people do, and it, it's just not a good way yeah. of doing things. Yeah, no, no good. So, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, other than stuff made here, which we've all been watching except Paul, what have what have we been watching? What do you got, Derek? No, I'm I'm gonna recommend uh, my my buddy Donnie Designs by Donnie. He mm. um, put it out this little story, which I had known for quite a while, and uh, he had shared with me, him and his wife, and. Uh, I tell you, I, we had, you know, and I think you were there, Chris, when, you know, we were talking with them at, like, Workbench, Workbench Con, and, uh, you know, I had a good cry with that guy and stuff, and just, he's just such a good guy, and he just has such a, a, a great story, and uh, he puts it out there, like, how he, like, lost everything, and just, mm-hmm. like, you know, banked on, you know, making furniture, and he had no idea how to do it, and it was just funny, when I talked with him down there, he was like... He goes, I could just look at furniture and just see how it came apart in my head. And I just was like, I can make those pieces. And he goes, that's what I did, you know. And then he went with the big furniture because nobody else was making big furniture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a smaller guy, he realizes why nobody was making big furniture because it weighs a lot, you know. <laughs> and uh, he's always struggling with that. But uh, he just makes such beautiful shit. And it's not like fake big furniture where, like, you know, things are hollow and stuff. Like, he makes some big-ass furniture, and it's beautiful. And uh, he's just a good guy. And I like I still stay in touch with him, and we message back and forth and stuff. And uh, that's it. So that's mine. Designs by Donnie. Nice. What uh, What part of Florida is he in? Um, 
I want to say Jacksonville, but I'm not sure. I know mm. it's the hot pot. Okay, it's, it's all hot. Because I've, oh, okay. I've been meaning to ask yeah. him where he's uh, where he's based out of. Because with my future trips down there, I'm like, I'd love yeah. to go and see where he's at. But I don't think yeah, he's anywhere think, near yeah. where I'm going to be. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. All right. All right. Um, Who you been watching? Me, I've been. Well, I watched. I watched our stuff made here, boy. What else? What else? I got to go in the YouTube history. What other good stuff? I was listening to a lot of those World War II things. Those are over the top, dude. Crazy. I can't get enough of them. I've been trying to like, because it's so much. And it's like, I literally like, I'll, 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 because when you watch one, if it's in your phone, if it's on your phone in your pocket or something, it plays like the next one. Well, that's, yeah. I need to get hooked into that, uh, that feed of videos. It's crazy. It's really, it's crazy. It really like. What's so sad is the guys are like, "Is it okay to say this?" You know. And yeah. You know it's gonna be something real heavy, and it's yeah. like these fucking poor guys. The shit they did, you know, mm-hmm. it was like horrific, and it just so they're such gentlemen about it, and mm-hmm. they're not like those motherfuckers, and yep. you know, they're just like. And one of them tells a funny story how they were killing the Japanese guys and they were killing them. And then he goes, we came across two of them and we were two babies and we could tell they were babies. And we're like, hey, how about if we just let each other go? And they're like, just kind of like figured it out and like screwed, yeah. you know. And it just, yep. it's just sad. They're fucking young kids, man. Yeah, 17, yeah, 18-year-old yeah, kids. Yeah, That's the just, part you know, that gets me the most. Yeah, is that my son's guys... 19. Yeah. You know? Could you imagine Max storming no, the edge of Normandy? No, no, last, no, 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 last year. Max, he'd be like, he won't storm the jo- fucking beach where I'm at right now. Like, <laughs> my Jordans are getting storm dirty. The garbage pails back in. Yeah, you're at the fucking lake right now. He won't storm this beach, you know. Oh so God, it just, that's uh, so funny. you know, I love him to death, but no way, he's not storming the beach. He'd run like it's, hell, but the other way, you know. Crazy. But it's, it's just, just crazy, uh, yeah. I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it when I listen to the stories these guys tell. Yeah, no, it's really it compelling. Just, it's, it's unbelievable. Really, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to recommend my friend Anthony Panza. Oh, Did yeah. you guys he's watch his city bike video? Oh, he's so crazy. So he knows what a city bike is, right, Derek? There. Yeah. So you know, what a, you know what a city bike is? They have those in Boston or no? Probably a different, yeah, co- yes. different company. Yep. Yes. So, so like the shitty rental bike for anybody yeah. that doesn't know what a city Worst bike bikes is. bikes on earth. So, and, and my friend Anthony is the professional BMX rider who I built the ramp for. He takes out a city bike and he jumps down these big staircases, these like legendary New York City BMX oh, spots. And he blows the front wheel off. Then he does the, – the last thing he does when he breaks the bike is that's like the courthouse. That's a very famous New York City spot because – you drop drop in off this it's ledge like a into a bank. Ten foot ledge. Yeah, and then you jump off the ledge. And what's crazy is that it's literally at the New York City Supreme Court building, and nobody ever gets kicked out of there. Like, really? no one says a word. Yeah, it's years and years and years. People have been riding that spot. Wow. And you'd think you'd like go right to jail. No one says a thing. But he jumps off on a city bike. He is so entertaining and hysterical yeah he's really he, good he deserves it he's doing great and uh he's he's doing really well his channel's doing well and i'm happy i'm happy to see it so check out my boy anthony pans on the city bike good for i Pans. love how he beeps out the banshees. swiss yeah he he's he's meticulous about getting rid of the curse words and it's been Smart. good for him the problem is though his channel gets every video he posts gets freaking demonetized because he uses like mainstream music he so what's just the point does. Of bleep he, it out to swears. 
for for parents because he doesn't oh. want parents not because because he sells so many of those bikes to little kids, oh. and most of his merch is sold to kids like under the age of sixteen. Gotcha. So he says once you start swearing in the videos, the parents hear you hear you in the background when the kids watching on the iPad, mm. and then they tell the kids they can't watch anymore. He goes and that's you know. That's it. They'll just they'll still they'll tell the kids they can't watch your videos. He goes, so as long as you keep it kind of like PG, well, you know, he smokes weed and he drinks in the videos and stuff. But as long as there's no cursing, the parents don't give a shit. So all those kids are smoking weed and drinking anyway. Hey, I I gotta do a I gotta do a big shout out. I um just just slipped into his video and somebody mentioned Jake Paul. And uh, Graz, with his keen eye, or his wife, had seen that uh, he was looking at Jake Paul's or his brother's uh, studio, and lo uh-huh. and behold, there's a sign in the background that says "Life is a dry hand job." No. Get out of yep. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll oh send it to my you guys. god! Oh my notes. god! Yeah. Shout out yeah. to yeah. John yeah. Zaresky. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wow. funny, huh? That Just is so, so funny. funny. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing i could see them loving that loving uh, yeah, that yeah yeah you know yeah yeah so, that's funny. so funny good for yeah. john deresta yeah he's he's just the best <laughs> yeah he didn't he didn't know it was there he didn't know it was there and, remember uh, the story he so told funny. you never know it was me Derek. i think it was me you him and like laney and we were in the car at night and <laughs> oh like, john, god give me some give me a good story and I'm not even going to say what the story was. I forget half of it. And by the end of the story, we all kind of looked at each other. We're like, what the hell did he just tell us? Like, it didn't even... <laughs> it was just the craziest story. Like, yeah. we're all just kind of looking at each other like, oh, my God. Like, I, I, I just lady, she didn't know what guys. the hell was, was going wow. on. It's definitely oh, poor lady. She's too. probably like, who? This is Jimmy's brother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the after show, I'll tell you what he said in front of uh, some mixed company. And, uh, Jimmy was there and a couple other people. I'm not going to mention because so we give it up what he had said. But uh, it was just kind of wild. But uh, the, tell uh, that in the after show. That's for the after show. Check yeah. Out the after show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, well, yeah. Paul, you did you say you're, what uh, you're watching? I um, Which no. I actually watched no. years and years ago, but I revisited it. It was the Vice series on North Korea with like Shane Smith. Oh, after I guess his name, to, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, after listening to what's her name? Dude, I'm hearing mixed reports on this girl on Rogue on Joe Hi. Rogan's podcast. <laughs> did you, I'm hearing did she's you a listen fraud. to Andrew Schultz's? Dude, oh, wait, Andrew when he Schultz said she's the heavies. Tore into her. Yeah, <laughs> that was so I mean, it's <laughs> fucked up. It's so funny. Oh my god, he's funny. He's so funny. <laughs> But, dude, so I think she actually might be embellishing a little bit. And it's funny because, Even like, if people she think, is, like... it's fine. But you know what was oh, interesting? Oh, I'm sure the thing she's saying did you exists. That, did you notice that Joe Rogan didn't change the subject and wouldn't... I think Joe Rogan, as much as he appreciates the, like, comedy... Yeah. I think he was really compelled by her interview, and when Andrew was talking shit, Joe kind of was like, "Not yeah, he, he didn't, didn't go along with it." Anything. Did you notice yeah. that? And yeah, then he I was like, that. "He was like, oh, you got a nice watch on." He changes the subject because I think he was he like, was "You know she, what? Like, she's she a thirteen-year-old. Well, she was, now she's twenty-six, but yeah, and had an unbelievable story about getting out of North Korea and like." 
it's just crazy the craziest story beyond me park right yeah but there there's some weird um, stuff now that i that i've been reading and like i'm sure everything she said is definitely happens like it, it, it it's obviously it's a horrendous mm. place and it's terrible like but there are a lot of from the articles that i read there's a lot of inconsistencies in her story over the years mm. she said one thing you know and, and on the south korean show she says a different thing now that the mother is also said different things in her like over the years like pretty like serious inconsistencies so i'm wondering like how what is true and what is not but i mean obviously there's a, a lot of it is true and it's some pretty terrible stuff that she went through um mm. but it is weird and, and, and one of the things i heard was that she actually in north korea was upper their version of upper class which is exists mm. and the, from other videos i've watched in north korea there are different classes of people and there's like businessmen and then it, it's still really you know screwed up but i don't know it was definitely an interesting podcast i think people should still listen to it um but i kind of started watching all these north korea videos and i watched his uh, the vice video back when vice was was good um this is from like mm-hmm. nine years ago and god it is a bizarre place it's so bizarre the way they do things and everything is staged and they watch your every move. And, you know, there, well, I guess one of the things that happened in North Korea was there was like a huge famine. And so when he went over there, they wanted to pretend and make it look like they had just tons and tons of food. And he walks into this banquet hall. And there's like all these waitresses. And he's the only one in this banquet hall probably could have housed like 500 people. And they just brought out plates of food and put it on every table and then he said the food was like he described he called the food like he said it was just like matter he said it was so bad he said i could only describe it as as just matter like he said it was so horrible but he ate what he could and then they all just gathered all the plates and brought them back and there was nobody else in the entire dining hall it was just really weird like i i I don't know yo go on go on watch um the 60 minutes uh segment the ghost cities of china and they have oh, all yeah. these fake the malls. Paris and, one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just yeah. is crazy. They got all these um, restaurants and everything. They're all fake restaurants. It's just, it's craziness. It's just, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's nuts. just nuts. It's a crazy part of the world. I yeah. saw another yeah, thing. One more thing games. was they had this, like, computer laboratory almost where, like, they had all these North Koreans, like, typing on computers to make it look like they were doing, like, research or, like, working for the doing government. Nothing. They literally were, like, scrolling up and down, like, through lists of things or, like, just moving the mouse around or, like, clicking on and off different tabs on the internet. Like, they literally <laughs> weren't doing anything. And when the people but, were Like filming, every other American in an office working. Pretty yeah, much. That's pretty much what that's I do true. when I'm in my office. Yeah, that's pretty much what everybody does, you know? Look at an email. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's so funny. No. Oh, God. Well, anyway. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Episode 52. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, if you haven't listened to Jimmy's uh, episode of Making It about Aaron, I think yeah, it's something listen. that everybody in the maker community should listen to just because he was uh, he was such a good guy and, and he really, really cared about the community of people around him selflessly, aside from the yeah. fact that he was a 10-year veteran of the United States Marines, yeah. which we yeah. all owe him something for just yeah. on its own. Um, but, uh, anyway, 
we're all going to miss Aaron. So yeah. thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, check us out on <clears throat> everything, everywhere. We never post on Instagram, but we have an Instagram. I think I forgot the password, mm. but uh, check us out there. Patreon, Instagram, YouTube, uh, OnlyFans, all That's the stuff. That's what I was just about to say. You beat me to it. See y'all. See y'all next week. Thank you. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.